Welcome to The Secret Life of Entrepreneurs, where we talk everything local. From finding out what makes a business owner tick to how to get your business found. Tune in as business owners share it all. The Secret Life of Entrepreneurs is a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. I'm your host, Barb McGrath, local business owner, Google girl, and founder of the Get Found Digital Marketing Program. Our guest today is a born entrepreneur, but she didn't realize it until she was 45 years old when she took a leap and bought a failing business in an industry she knew nothing about. She turned that business around and made it profitable with her daughter as her partner. Since that time, Karen Kobussen has started three other businesses with failures and mistakes just as common as the wins and successes, which has made it a roller coaster ride on her entrepreneurial journey. It was during that time that she realized she had a family member with a serious substance abuse problem and she became a vocal advocate for evidence-based resources that support families to move from helplessness and hopelessness to understanding and empathy through kindness, compassion, and science. Through sheer determination and a handful of ignorant bliss, as well as a massive amount of willpower and fortitude, Karen creates opportunity in every moment and tackles her life and business challenges head on, both with the wins and losses contributing to her personal growth and the growth of her businesses. With all of that, welcome Karen. Such a pleasure to have you here. Oh, hi Barb. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. So you do have to kind of start with the story three businesses since the age of 45. And because I can see you right now, but no one else can, I'm guessing that 45 was about six months ago. So you've been busy <laughs> for the last six months. Yeah, thanks girl, so cute. Um, yeah, no, it was a few years ago. Um, it, it's actually crazy how time flies, like when you just said that, and I'm like, man, it, it does feel like six months ago. Um, but it, and that roller coaster has been just a going ever since. So yeah, no, it's been a few years, but uh, wow, what a ride. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about each of the businesses. I of course know Canball because we've had a chance to talk about Canball before, mm -hmm. but let's give everyone else just a really broad landscape for the businesses that you're involved with. Yeah, thanks. So I'll maybe just go in chronological order. That's kind of the easiest thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, I actually used to live in Regina. I live in Saskatoon now. And I was working on a contract for a company down there back in the uh, 2000 and aughts. I don't know, however you say that, about 2005, 2006. Okay. Um, and a girlfriend of mine invited me out to Regina Beach for the weekend. And I had never been there. And I thought, oh, man, that would be so much fun. Mm -hmm. But honestly, and we're going to get a little personal here today, Barb. I hope that's okay. That's absolutely good. <laughs> And uh, anyway, she invited me out to the beach for the weekend. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh, man, that would be so fun. But so here I had a little problem personally. Um, I have kind of uh, really weird chicken skin on my legs. I've always called it my chicken skin. Kate. And so I had a really hard time shaving my legs, even as a as a teen, youth and teen. And I was very, very, very self-conscious about that always my whole life. Very... Um, 
I lack so much confidence in my uh, ability to wear shorts or a bathing suit. And I just almost never did. Okay. Uh, so anyway, that's, this is how this whole story gets started. It's yep. kind of interesting. Uh, so uh, my, the, my coworker said, oh my goodness. Uh, I said, I can't go. And I sort of told her why, you know, very sheepishly. Mm-hmm. And she said, have you ever been sugared? And I said, uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right what now. is that? <laughs> yeah. And uh, she just didn't even let me answer. She picked up the phone. She called her girl who sugars, which okay. I had no idea. Yep. And made me an appointment right then and there and said, basically, you're coming with us. Go get, go see this girl right now. Yep. So I, okay. So like half hour later, I have this appointment. I jump in my car, drive to East Vic. I get into this place and this girl picks up this big gooey glob of paste Mm-hmm. and she places it on my leg and she kind of rubs it in and then she kind of pulls it off and all the hair was gone. <laughs> a and miracle had just happened. I, uh, it was. I, it was such a cathartic moment. I almost started to cry. I was like, what is happening right now and why am I just finding out about this? Yeah. Now, so that was my first experience with sugaring. I was so blown away and like literally the confidence in my appearance and my body came back instantly, Barb. It was- Oh, I believe it. It was bonkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so that was in 2006. So I continued to get sugared um, in Regina for a couple of years. I was actually driving from Saskatoon to get sugared in Regina when I moved back because okay. I couldn't find anyone here. Okay. So then finally I said to my girl in Regina, I said, hey, can you find me someone in Saskatoon that does this with this particular brand? Mm-hmm. And so she did her research and she said, yeah, here's a girl's number, called the girl up. So now we're in about 2008 and I meet a girl here in Saskatoon. I start getting sugared. And then, and I'm like her biggest fan, right? And I'm telling everyone. Totally. Yeah. And I helped like, so I had a lot of business experience just from my work. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was, I was uh, working with an industry association, membership based industry association. And so, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, talk just talking to people I'm a natural extrovert so doing I can't tell it all actually (laughs) (laughs) just came very naturally to me if you can believe it but yet on the inside I was this super self-conscious unconfident body you know ashamed person Mm -hmm. so this really helped me and I thought we are doing so much more here than just this treatment this service like it Honest to God, it just blew me away. Mm-hmm. And that's when, so that's why I said it when I, when I sent you some of those uh, little points for that introduction, Yeah, like, I mean, the minute it happened to me, I'm like, oh my God, who needs to know about this? How can I help? How are we growing this? And it wasn't even my business. Yes, exactly. At least not right? at that point in time. It, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, uh, the girl who had been sugaring here, um, she she wanted to open her own salon. So I was like, yeah, I'll help you. Like, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? So, uh, you know, uh, just making connections, sourcing a supply chain, uh, doing different things like that for her, doing some social media back in the day, which was completely different than <laughs> it is now. It changed last week. Never mind if it was exactly. more than a year ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So she started her business in about 2012, 13, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, probably within about two years, she got married, she got pregnant, she got divorced. And oh. the personal 
upheaval of her personal life at that point in time. She just couldn't manage it all anymore. Yes, exactly. And her business started to fail. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to see that happen because I was such a disciple. Yes. So in 2016, well, my daughter then, I said, you should learn how to do this. I think this, you'd be really good at it. And Mm -hmm. she did. And she was. Okay. So I had her. I had my, still had my friend, even though she kind of wanted an exit strategy. Mm -hmm. And I bought her business uh, for $10. Uh, Oh my goodness. Oh my, wow. Oh. (laughs) Right. And, but what I didn't realize is it was in a big, there was, it was so deep into debt. Yeah. Um, I bought all the assets, all the liabilities. Okay. And, and I thought, oh my God, what did you, what have you done? Yeah. What have you done? You've literally set yourself up to go bankrupt. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so did she have like physical space storefront or just inventory? Yep. Huge space, full service salon. Um, you know, uh, everything, hair, petty, mani, Mm -hmm. massage, uh, laser like everything everything um, okay so so but I, I mean and i i didn't go into it blindly mm-hmm. i looked at the books and uh, it was kind of interesting her her income statement for i think that that would have been her fourth or fifth year in business but it was like uh pedicures zero manicures zero gel nails zero oh. but then it was like sugaring $85,964. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know, right? Yeah. I know. So <laughs> I just knew it was just inside me. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it absolutely was the thing, the thing that really busted me out of my shell was yeah. seeing my skin for the first time. Mm-hmm. I can't even explain to people how that felt. Well, I, and, and you, I, I have a hard time imagining it because I've never tried sugaring to me it's just a bunch of goop that's gonna pull the hair off and like hurt like wax that's all I can think <laughs> and so the other thing that you when, when you spoke in your aunt in, in your intro about that creating opportunity mm-hmm. you know that that's just another thing that's very natural to me so we so I, I just look at her books and I look at the place she's at, and and don't think that I ripped her off by paying ten dollars right. I I, I, she still worked with me. Okay. And, you know, I mean, of our X number of clients, Mm -hmm. you know, 90% were still her clients. Right. Right. Exactly. Plus you actually bought her, all of her liabilities, her debt. debt. Right. And so she was debt free. That's, that's huge value right there. So, and you know, it was a gift a little bit. Um, it was certainly, um, probably more than generous, but it was just a burning thing inside me that I just wanted, I needed to share this experience with everyone in Saskatchewan, basically. Exactly. Well, let's go back to that business. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Let's come back to that one, but let's tell me about the other two as well. Yeah. So (laughs) I was pretty feeling, feeling pretty good about myself back then. (laughs) And, um, my, (laughs) so almost at the same time, uh, my husband and I decided, so my husband had been in the printing industry for 30 years. Okay. Um, and we knew that that was kind of dying and his company had come to him and said, Hey, you know, we, we don't know how long, much longer you're going to be here. We'd like to retrain you in something. Oh. So you have a, so, cause you know, we weren't that old, right? We were mm-hmm. like, yeah, like in our late forties. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so we, so we thought about, well, what do we want to do? And we had seen some 
we're we're collectors of things and stuff like neat like uh pieces Sports collecting art. art okay yep well when you hear the business you'll understand what we do mm -hmm. so we so what we ended up doing was we we bought a laser engraving machine okay okay so we have a laser engraving business so this machine is massive mm -hmm. um I always joke that at, you know, 45, 48, 50, people are buying boats, quads. And you, you guys know. bought an engraver. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, but does your boat and your quad, does that pay you back? Exactly. Does that make you any money? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, yeah. So we, we bought a laser engraving machine and then my husband uh, actually went down to Texas um, to learn it and because that's where they're manufactured and just learn, learn, learn. Like it was just all this learning curve. Like for me in my real first business with mm -hmm. the with, with the salon and the sugaring side and then my husband in the laser. So we got, we both got into businesses we knew nothing about. Okay. But it was just this opportunity and this like passion. And so the things that we can make on a laser engraving machine, um, like coasters and, uh, I don't know. We can engrave coffee cups. So now everyone in my whole entire circle of friends has, you know, an engraved travel mug. Yeah, excuse me. So like a coffee, like ceramic or coffee, like stainless steel? Like, yeah, like a, like a powder coated, like a blue Got it. Uh, tumbler, you know, mm -hmm. or water bottles and whatever. Okay. So just funny sayings on them and whatever. So we started off with that and we didn't really know how to sell it. And we didn't really know, um, what we were gonna do mm -hmm. but then what happened was so i had this full service storefront salon okay five thousand square feet it was ridiculous yeah. and i'm slashing everything mm -hmm. like everything is gone yep so we there had been a spa room a pedicure room and this big space and we put our laser engraver in there yep so okay cool now we're all one big happy family it was a lot of happy family time there <laughs> No sarcasm at all in that statement. <laughs> and yeah, so the laser engraving. So then, you know, everything just progressed. On the sugaring side, mm -hmm. I reached out to the brand that we represent, Alexandria Professional. Okay. And I had, I got into contact with the uh, CEO of that company mm -hmm. and she was absolutely delightful. And then we, be and then I became a distributor. Okay. Yeah. So now I have a Western Canadian distribution. Mm -hmm. My daughter became an educator and actually flew to New York okay. and every year and, and the CEO of the company trained her mm -hmm. to teach because it's not easy to do. No, no, to do, to have the skill is one thing to have yeah. the skill to teach is another thing. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yep. And so that's where your course came from. Cause you actually have a course that came out of the work that your daughter does as an educator as well. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we offer training, mm -hmm. we offer distribution, wholesale distribution. And the neat thing about that is as we, the more people we train, mm -hmm. we're training our customers because we're very yeah. brand mm, aligned. Okay. And because we, there is a difference in the, um, uh, formulation there's lots of lots of different products on the market mm -hmm. but it's kind of like the difference between going to you know a beauty supply or your hairdresser right and buying that shampoo mm -hmm. as opposed to going to walmart and buying that shampoo right okay right 
So we, so we obtained that, we obtained the distribution, we have the education, we have Western Canada from Manitoba West. Mm -hmm. And so we do, um, yeah, so we train people in this. And what we do though, it's so cool because what we do is especially during COVID, mm -hmm. we're helping people who may just want a side hustle, yep. earn some extra money, they can do it at home, they can set up a neat little space in a spare room. Mm -hmm. um, we're helping women that feeling of re of gaining that confidence yeah. is what we try to instill in every single person that we train. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely huge. And you know, the, the beauty industry has come a long way in terms of how women are portrayed, but there is still one hell of a long way to go because you don't see a single magazine in a stand when you're checking out for your groceries that shows a middle-aged woman who's, you know, carrying that spare tire and, you know, has lines because she hasn't slept decent for a week. You don't see that. Right? And my thing is always too, chin hair. Girl, oh, chin hairs. We all have them. Yeah. Come and see us. We'll help you. Exactly. I promise you. This is who we work on. We have significantly increased our male clientele. Oh, that's for interesting. Backs, chest. We yep. do their ears, eyebrows, okay. nape, nose, ah, as men Nose? Age. How do you yes. do a nose? You just sugar it. Oh, girl, I get the inside of my nose sugared. It's fantastic. It doesn't even hurt. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So third business. <laughs> so is a third business the teaching or is there still, of course, no, there's that's a third all business. Under... I know the third business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all under one umbrella. Okay. So we did the sugaring. We got that all going. Got out of debt. It was a good day when that happened. Yeah. Have the laser engraving machine. But now, so we got rid of that space, that big, huge space. Okay. And now we got to take the laser engraving machine home. So we're a home-based business. Yeah. You know, it's not the most ideal situation. Um, then, and through it all, as I mentioned earlier, I'm dealing with my other daughter mm -hmm. uh, having some substance use uh, issues. Okay. And having to like drop everything to to find her or oh, wow. to help her out of a situation she may have gotten herself in and you know yeah. um that's really where and then plus sort of discovering new different evidence-based approaches to substance use and mm -hmm. how to do it differently so i'm learning all this i'm growing this business i'm trying to get out of debt but I got my, but here's the thing all along too. So I have my daughter, mm -hmm. I have my husband, and I have my dad, and I have my stepmom, right? right? And mm -hmm. everyone is coming along and what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Like oh, wow. just picking up. So, and that yeah. wasn't even like planned. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's also part of that roller coaster where, you know, there was just some of the lowest days in those early days. Mm -hmm. And it was like, uh, what have I done? Like, what, what have I got myself into? Yeah. Why Karen, you left a hundred thousand dollar a year job mm -hmm. to do what? Yeah, exactly. To, the... to run around like a chicken with your head cut off, <laughs> yes. but have more fun than you had ever had the entire time you were in a, a corporate role, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right? Um, I could have fun in prison camp. So there's a little <laughs> bit of that. Okay. However, I think to have the ability to share my 
vision Mm -hmm. and my, my vision is my vision now. Right. And Mm -hmm. to share that vision, share that opportunity, share the synergies that I want to create with other people. Mm -hmm. That's really where the, where it was. Right. But then I also have the times where I'm like curled up in the fetal position in the bathroom crying because I'm like, can I make my mortgage payment this month? Yeah. And that's very real. Right. And I think, and I think, I think entrepreneurs, need to hear that new entrepreneurs, especially, mm-hmm. I think, I think you need to know that when you're backed into a corner, um, that it, it doesn't mean you have to, f- you know, drop down into that corner and stay there. Yeah. You just need to start thinking around the things that are holding you there. Mm-hmm. Right. And think of it, think it out, think it out, think it out. Yeah. So anyway, so then, so I deal with all that, tr- kind of get this kind of, I say kind of, cause it's never, you know, it's never <laughs> It's done. always changing. Yeah. It's always changing. It's always moving forward. And I, but I kind of get things to a place like, okay, we can breathe now. Yeah. We can breathe, right? Mm-hmm. Then I got, in 2020, not COVID related, I got crazy sick. Oh, man. I, of course, did not go to the hospital mm-hmm. for, I don't know, six days. Probably should have done that a little bit sooner. Okay. And when I get to the hospital, they are like oh, you need to have surgery immediately. And I had four surgeries and ended up, they had to remove my colon. Oh, wow. And I was in hospital (laughs) for 27 days during COVID. So no, but uh, honestly, girl, it was like really peaceful. Why did they take your technology away? How can that possibly be peaceful? No colon, in surgery, COVID happening. How can that be Because there was no visitors. There was no visitors allowed. Oh, I suppose. Yep. Right. And and I couldn't go outside. Like for the first couple of days I was there before they did the act started to do the actual couple surgeries that they did on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could I could still manage to get myself outside so people could come visit and we would sit outside and visit. It was the middle of summer. It was a beautiful outside. Okay. Uh, but after that it was nothing. So like three weeks, mm-hmm. no people. Um, and honestly, I didn't, I didn't think about my business really once. Oh, wow. What a, what a relief that must have felt like to be able to walk away. And I presume your daughter kept it going and your husband kept it going. And yep. What? And here's the thing with Canva. So Canva. Okay. So, uh, so just literally two months before that happened, we, I end up, uh, going to, um, or there's our, our our family is also huge, huge, huge sports fans. Like we literally have two TVs in our garage and we're, you know, screen and screen watching two or three different games at a time and streaming one on the computer and whatever. (laughs) And, uh, baseball season was canceled. Oh yes. It would have. Okay. Yeah. 2020. Right. (laughs) So we were devastated. And I looked at our laser engraving machine and I was like, oh no, I know what happened. Someone tagged us in a Facebook post and there was this version, this homemade baseball game on an old cutting board with yep. stick pins for batters and marbles for marking the score. And, I, and someone said, can you guys do better? Can you make this nicer? And I was like, of course we can. Yep. And so we came up with Campbell. Okay. And we posted it in a private Facebook group uh, in April of 2020 mm-hmm. after we had done a few iterations of the design and we sold like 65 across okay. Canada. 
Yep. And we were like, man, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. So we worked on the design. I thought, well, maybe we should do something with this. So that was April, 2020, May, 2020. I reach out to a marketing guy I know, and I'm like, Hey, what do you think of this? And he goes, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Let's do all the things and stuff. Yeah. And then June, I get sick. And then I'm in the hospital till July. So Canball took a very slow entry into the world. Exactly. Like that baby that you're in like 40 hours of labor with. Like that. <laughs> yep. And then I went on to, in 2021, so we did very well in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, without any real packaging, without any real marketing strategy, without any financing, we bootstrapped the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. And then in 2021, I got connected with Sarita, the Saskatoon Regional Economic Development Authority. Okay was invited to become part of their love local box. And then I went on to present at the go money pitch competition, which I won. Awesome. Oh God. That wouldn't actually come in first. I came in second, but I still think I won because out of 80 applicants, Mm -hmm. I came in second. Okay. So that's a win. Yeah. And from that, we just got a ton of exposure and, now we're heading into 2022 and we're ramping up for hopefully baseball season. The players are locked out again this year, which might actually be good for us again, because if there's no baseball, Ex- we might sell a ton. Exactly. Right? Then you sell a ton of baseballs. Exactly. All the opportunity. All the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. And, there that we go. is- and that brings us up to today. Uh, you seem to have a very unique ability to see opportunity. For some people, they have to see it on a piece of paper. The numbers have to jive, but you really have that, that, gut instinct ability to see an opportunity. So can you talk to me a little bit about, you know, what does that feel like? How do you maybe refrain yourself? And sometimes it doesn't go as planned. So let's have that conversation too. Yeah, good point. You know, it it is very difficult to have just to see things, the potential and the possibility and the the future of things. And honestly, Barb, I, I'm, I'm just a person who believes that when you see the future, you can create that, mm-hmm. right? So what yes. you're, what, what I see is are things that are like, oh, we could take this and we could go here and we'll just make it happen. Yeah. Like, it's just not a question for me. And that is not uh, very well received by many mm-hmm. people. And it's been especially challenging in my world uh, because my people that I work with are my family. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That adds a whole new complexity, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. So I get a lot of, oh, Karen, you're so extra. And <laughs> okay, that's never going to happen. And right. And I, and I love my people. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it absolutely is there it's it can be a wall and it's not because they're doing it on purpose they just don't see it yeah right that makes sense yeah so i still get carried away um Mm -hmm. often and you know what that's the way i am it feels very inauthentic to me to not be carried away have a big picture so who brings you back your your parents your daughter your husband who pulls karen back (laughs) um I don't think they pull me back. I don't allow that to happen as mm-hmm. much as they just like throw a wall up in front of me. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, and there's so many, so many variables. Like I think my daughter now of all of the people, well, so yeah, like my dad's just kind of a grouchy old man, right? So 
Um, but but he gets it. Um, he he doesn't really pull me back. He kind of shoots me this look, you know, like the dad look. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the eyebrow kind of goes up and he just kind of under his breath goes, oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, a little grunt. And then I'm like, man, you're smart. You can do it. You can do it. Because my dad actually designs all of our games for Canball. So oh, we don't just have I didn't baseball. Know that. Yeah. yeah, we have a football game and we have a golf game in prototype right now. Mm-hmm. And my dad's actually the one who, uh, uh, well, baseball is just baseball. It's just a game of baseball on a on a board. So it, it is. Yeah. There's there's nothing there. But for the football and the golf, there's nothing like it on the market at all. Okay. Zero. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So my dad designs all that gameplay, and and he is a master at like tournaments, like setting up, because we have like a family golf tournament and all different kinds. He's a master at like setting up like round robin play and then, you know, A side winners and B, like that's his job. Oh, so, wow. so if I have a crazy idea and vision, mm-hmm. he'll grunt and groan and give me the dad look, but, but he'll do, he'll, he'll try to get there. Exactly. As soon as you plant the seed, then I bet his yeah. wheels start yeah. spinning and he's like, okay, I got to figure this out. Right. Yes. So yes. yeah, I can and, see that where that comes from. <laughs> yeah. And my daughter is, she's the one that's, oh, Karen, she calls me Karen. She's called me Karen since like she was six. <laughs> I don't know. I think it makes, I think it made her feel cool back in the day. Yeah. And actually we meet people now or we see people now that we've come in contact with in the past. They're like, oh my God, I didn't know you guys, that was your mom. Oh, Like they just yeah. think that we're friends. Um, but anyway, so she, so she has gotten better at, kind of letting me have that uh you know that wide open ability to just talk things out and see things through mm-hmm. and then uh when she's in the mood I guess is a good point okay. um and then my husband he just he he's not really a visionary he's the operations guy He's the maker of things. Mm-hmm. So once, so on the Campbell side and the laser engraving side, you know, once I have an idea or once my dad has an idea, he will sit very quietly and very patiently and bless his soul. We, I don't, you know, I don't know. I think you work with your husband too, Barb. I do. Yes. <laughs> yep. It's ups and downs and yep. <laughs> yeah. And I learned a long time ago. I'm just like, Karen, you need to just, you need to walk away and let him work mm-hmm. because we work at different paces. We work in different ways he has a different method i would be like boom 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 yep and i just know that if i want the quality of work that he's able to produce mm-hmm. we leave each other alone exactly. so it's all been a learning curve and believe me in the beginning it was not this pleasant yeah it's not no in the in the beginning you're learning how you fit in a whole new way yes. than marriage was ever invented to fit and then you kind of get a groove and something changes in the business. And so you're feeling some stress or maybe you're feeling too comfortable or like everybody just starts to flex their muscle because in the workplace, you know, maybe you had somebody who helped you or, you know, maybe you had a, a, a real boss that you reported to. Well, when you're just working together, there is no boss. And so mm-hmm. who makes what decisions and how does stuff get done? Mm-hmm. So entirely new world and you know i'm i kind of believe at this point if you can build a build a house build a business and stay married like (laughs) you're doing pretty damn good nowadays and still like each other like still like each other talk to each other you know want to be seen in public yes you know that's interesting when you said that about having a boss and and you know i have always said to people you always kick 
the crap uphill, right? <laughs> so whenever, whenever, I, whenever I was in, uh, in my previous line of work, mm-hmm. I was basically almost in charge, but I still had a boss and then my boss yep. reported to the board. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, but I would always tell people, if you have a problem with somebody, you just say, Karen said, right? I had no problem taking that heat, that flack, that concern, that complaint, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I still don't, but the difference is you're right. I don't have anyone. I can't. Oh, can you just blame? Can you take it up with? It's that guy's. No, it's me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So I got to stick by that. And it's a very challenging environment, like you said, when you work with family, Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, you're not their boss. I mean, I might be kind of, but I'm really not. We're partners Mm -hmm. more than that. Um, So, yeah. Uh, you know, I will have to say though, on the flip side of that, mm-hmm. you can't just fire them. No, I know. So That's, you yeah. have to work it out. Exactly. You have to figure out again, how you fit because yeah. you each bring strengths and whatever the, the two of you are missing, you have to fill in the gaps with either other family members, people yeah. you hire, whatever that looks like. Right. right? And that is probably the single biggest growth. I used to think I had a problem communicating with people after not. So in my job, I was like, man, I'm, I'm the boss. I, I hire people who are better at what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, right. So if I hire a marketing person, yep. it's because I don't, I'm not doing it. I'm not micromanaging you. Yep. I trust that you're an expert in your field and you're going to do the marketing. Exactly. Right? right. Yeah. But when you, then you have your own business and you, and I, you know, you can't afford, I can't afford to hire all Oh, all the people that I had working for me at my job. Totally. Yep. <laughs> yep. And so now I become that person. Mm-hmm. I've made, you know, I've made so many mistakes. Um, but it's, and this is really sounds cliche that, oh, but you learn from your mistakes. Well, no, but you really do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But they're still failures and they still hurt. Yep. And they can still be embarrassing and they mm-hmm. can still be, make people mad at you. Right? They can make customers um, mad. They can yeah. cause financial losses for the business. Exactly. Suddenly they have a very different impact when it's your business, right? And that's, I think, one of the interesting dynamics too when you have spouses because one person might make the decision, but you're both going to feel it. And suddenly that's yes. the family bank account, not just you know one person's check or the other person's check, right? right. And so like, how do you guys manage that? How do you... How do you make these decisions understanding that, you know, there's always a risk of failure. Maybe you develop a new game. uh, Maybe you do something with your online course, whatever it might Mm -hmm. be. How do you manage those failures? You know, I honestly, I would, I, I'm going to go back to what, what I see Mm -hmm. as the future and and the possibilities that it, that I'll just create that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I strongly believe, and I'm not saying this to be like an egomaniac or pat myself on the back, but I strongly believe that a number of the failures have occurred mm-hmm. when I have stepped down mm-hmm. or away because yeah. of, so it, when I come up against that wall of Karen, you're so extra, oh my God, that'll never happen. Uh, that's not even possible. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So then I step back and I let my, I let myself believe that. Yep. And that typically has been the time of failure. Ah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I, it, 
you know, in retrospect, because obviously I analyze every day. Okay. What it, what not every day, but you know, mm-hmm. how this year, how are we doing six months, right. whatever, what did we do last year with this? What did we do last year with that? Yeah. And I'm always looking for that opportunity and I'm always creating mm-hmm. the path to get there. Yeah. And when I haven't listened to my true self, when I haven't listened to my heart and my mind mm-hmm. and my gut, yeah, that's where shit goes off the rails. Okay. Yeah. Like, but I also have to be cognizant of the fact that not everyone's going to agree with me. Mm-hmm. My way is not the only way. Yep. And I have to respect that of other people. But, and I think we've, it's a balance. It really is. It's about balance. It's mm-hmm. about me. Like, like I learn now that if I almost, if I see something and I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm not going to tell you guys, like, I'm just going to go put out a few feelers in the other direction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I need to, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's trial and error. It is. And, um, but I've learned that I've learned when to push forward, when to maintain status quo and when to actually retreat a little bit. But I also know that for my own sense of purpose and value and, authenticity mm-hmm. that I'm not a retreat person. So yeah. I'm going to move forward, but I'm just going to maybe go a different way and not to upset the egg cart, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. So have you, by going through that process, do you find that you've really learned what everyone's style is? And what I mean by that is when we make decisions in our business, um, my expertise lies in the marketing area. And so uh, I will often say we need to this, we need to that. Dion doesn't care. He doesn't care what we do. If he, if, yeah. if he trusts me that if I say we need to do X, then we go and do that. His style is much different. He will stop, pause, contemplate, research, and just think on it for a period of time. Mm-hmm. That drives me batty. I'm like, me too. just <laughs> make a decision and let's go. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So have you seen that in your family where everybody's got their own style and they need to get there in their own time? Um, oh, definitely. Uh, we, you know, we wouldn't be where we were if, if, if we had all just decided that we couldn't, that we just hate each other's guts and we couldn't work together and, you know, we would have just folded everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So that in and of itself is a, is a testament to how we can work together and how we can share the common vision. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it, it, it's not all happy go lucky roses and, you know, yep. chocolate bombs. Like it's, it's hard work, man. It yep. is hard. And it doesn't even matter about family. Like everyone brings their own special unique value to our 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 collective many businesses mm-hmm. i am not a sugaring practitioner i am not a sugaring educator yep i can't do any of that but my business is based on teaching other people to sugar mm-hmm. so that i sell more product right exactly right and that's so when you look at everything you're doing from a business perspective the engraving and can ball like that all kind of fits together and then yeah. sugaring and your daughter and educating 
that kind of fits together. So in yes. some ways you've created businesses that, you know, will continue to support, um, you know, that second and third generation, whether they decide mm -hmm. to, you know, keep the can ball piece once your husband's not able to do the engraving, that's a whole different mm -hmm. thing. But, mm -hmm. you know, you've got two very distinct, like there's, there's no crossover between these two businesses, is there? No, other than we're all related. Exactly. And again, getting, <laughs> and again, going, you know, back to the, at the time, I was very passionate about sugaring just from a confidence perspective. And that's mm -hmm. what I wanted to share. And then on the laser engraving side, that was just what my husband and I thought, Hey, that would be cool. And we got an opportunity to get some training paid for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we kind of fell into them almost accidentally, Exactly. but it's the ability to see that opportunity mm -hmm. and see what the potential could be. Um, I actually, this year, one of my, I know it's also cliche. One of my new year's resolutions was I want to work with a coach ah, because, yep. because I don't, when I do get extra or when I do, mm -hmm. and if, she, if my daughter listens to this, she's going to be like, Karen, I don't sound like that. <laughs> oh God. Don't worry. Anybody who um, listens to my podcast, who knows me. They're uh, like, Barb, we've never heard that. I'm going to share the crap out of this thing. But anyway, uh, so I, I decided, you know what, I, I need someone and it's a good point you make about when you're in a in work environment and you, you have a boss and then they have a, whatever, but you have someone also lifting you up. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And so that is also where like, again, the lowest of lows, um, in this entrepreneurial journey and mm -hmm. personal journey over the last number of years, Yep. Uh, the highest of highs, but the lowest of lows, like mm -hmm. I've never experienced before in my life. Yep. And, um, who's there? I don't have a boss. Like who's there to come to me and say, you're a valued member of our team and mm -hmm. we need you and you are this and this and this and this. And I don't really need that kind of coddling, but honestly, when you're late, like I said, when you're laying on the bathroom floor, curled up in the fetal position, crying, yep. it would be nice to have someone come in and say, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Come on. And you know? you know what, you know what I would add to that is it's one thing to have a supervisor say that to you and support you, but it's another thing to have a team, to have a team around you so that mm -hmm. when you fall down, they can pick up the pieces mm -hmm. because when you were in hospital, it stopped. Yes. When you do something else, it stops. Yes. And so that's, that's one of the most, I don't know, frustrating, challenging, um, stimulating even. Uh, aspects of owning a business. What if I stop? What if I can't? Right? And if your whole business hinges on you, mm -hmm. that's a huge risk and mm -hmm. a huge pressure on each of us. Very right? much. Yes. So, so have you guys had that conversation? Because that brings a whole new level of failure possibility you know, to the business. Yeah, for sure. I mean, succession plan is always top of mind, especially after I got sick, like didn't really know the outcome prognosis, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I have always, so interestingly enough, I, my whole life has been um, very, very much. I've been involved in professional personal development type of things. Never had a coach though. This is a new experience for me. So I'm very excited, okay. but um, just, you know, on leadership development, um, business planning. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been a member of tech Canada for a little while. Uh, yeah. that was amazing experience. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the, but the 
the one thing that has always stuck out to me in all of the years that I have listened and learned and, you know, researched and done all that, um, a fellow said once, leadership plus leverage equals legacy. Mm -hmm. And L3, leadership plus leverage equals legacy. And for that, I almost could not start this business or go into this business just for myself. Mm-hmm. It had to be about every, it. I had to bring everyone with me. Yeah. Because exactly for the reason you just said it, it, it I, I'm not doing this. So it just ends one day, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. yep uh, exactly. I'm doing it. And you know what? It might, it'll morph. And, but what if we sell Canball? Mm-hmm. What if we sell it to Hasbro? Oh, yeah. do you know anyone at Hasbro? Yeah. Can, you call them up? Can you just call them up and be like, oh my God, my girlfriend invented this. Yeah, game. exactly. You have to Gosh, see this. <laughs> yep. You know, but like, th- so there's always that kind of stuff, but it's always about yeah. everyone's got to come along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And if you're not along for the ride, then you you know, then you're probably, then you're not, I love you. You're part of my family, but you just maybe don't, this isn't your gig, mm-hmm. but the sugaring was always about my daughter. The laser engraving was always about my husband and the Campbell was always about the whole family. Yeah. So yeah, but, um, and leveraging who, you know, resources, who do you know, who can help you with this? Look at the, what Srita had done with what I had done with Srita last year, not just me, there were a number of entrepreneurs involved in, in both projects, the Love Local Box and the Go Money Pitch competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen the video of the, of the winning, if you ever look at it. So it's me. So I, the guy that won first place mm-hmm. was so cute. And I was like, so there's me and him standing and I'm, I feel like I was at the Miss America pageant, you know, like where yeah. they announced the runner up and then you just automatically know that the other person won mm-hmm. and then he got first place, but I got second place, but I like grabbed him and hugged him and I was just like, oh my God, I'm screaming and crying. And he was like, he was like a little, well, he has a PhD. First of all, he's a very brilliant man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> possibly from, you know, maybe like Sri Lanka or Bangladesh or something. Okay. And I could just look the look on his face when I saw the video. I'm just like, he's looking at me going, okay, crazy white lady. Like, exactly. what are you doing? And he's I'm just thinking like, I'm to himself, like, hey, wait a second. That means I won. <laughs> Come you're yeah. celebrating. He's thinking you're confused. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, again, ups and downs, craziness, this and that. Just probably enough to make you puke some days, but then enough to make you like, you know, want to just pop champagne and light fireworks. Like, honest to God, it has been the craziest ride of my life this last, like, almost 10 years. And, okay, bring, let's and do, what's, what's tomorrow? Let's do tomorrow now. Let's do it again. You know? Exactly. Okay, it. so, believe it or not, we are out of time for our back-to-back episode. We've already cool. done two 25-minute episodes. Uh, and so here's what I do think is you need to tell everyone who's listening how they find all of your businesses. If they want to learn yeah, more about sure. sugaring, if they want to understand Canball. So give us the coordinates. Tell us how to find all these businesses. You bet. So for sugaring, so we do have sugaring practitioners all over Western Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the best way to look that up is to go to learntosugar.ca. That's our website for that. That also has all the details about education and our educators. And you can, some contact information on there and you can call me from wherever you live and I will find you someone. 
and then for Canball, uh, we have an online store. You can take a look at that. I think that video is on there of me uh, crushing the winner of the uh, Street of Thing. And that <laughs> is canball.ca. Okay. And some pretty cool information there. And uh, yeah, we have a laser engraving business, but we don't really advertise. But if you need a coffee mug made or something else, something else you can just reach out to me for, through one of those other platforms and we'll come up with something real fun. Okay, that sounds awesome. So Campbell.ca, you can actually order online and you guys ship, is it throughout North America or through Canada? Canada. Okay, so uh, shipping throughout and shipping is just added to the price uh, right on your website and yeah. having played the game. So I told Karen the story. We uh, we got the game for a birthday and we we left it sitting on our counter. So if you can imagine we're a family of four and we've got this kitchen island and we just left it sitting there as we played. And so we would walk by in the morning when we're having breakfast and we'd play an inning. And we'd come back at lunch and we'd play another inning and we'd sit down at the table for a while and we'd play a couple innings. So it was like this process that happened over a number of days and my son got totally ticked off because I was kicking his ass and he didn't like that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, you know, buddy, all those years of baseball apparently pay off even though I'm just rolling a dice, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's just, that's how the dice rolls. <laughs> it's super fun, super simple. It is. And they do get real mad when they lose, but then just play another game. Exactly. And it'll the, change. the beauty was like, it is just the game of baseball. And yeah. it's so hard to wrap your head around. It's like Yahtzee, but it's baseball. And it it really is. So anyway, there's my testimonial. Thank uh, you. Totally, totally love the game. So I'm just going to quickly wrap us up and I'll get you to hang on for two seconds. So if you would like to be a guest on the show, you can email me at barb at abovethefold.live or leave comments on our Facebook page in advance of the show. I'm your host, Barb McGrath, local business owner and Google girl. Remember, you worked hard for your success. Don't keep it a secret. Bye for now. The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Conexus. Next time you're stuck in traffic for a while, Here's some things to think about instead of why the car in front of you is going so slow or if the car behind you is trying to hitch a ride on your bumper. What if your bank was committed to working with you to achieve your goals? What if they cared enough about you to get to know you? What if they weren't successful unless you were? What if your financial well-being drove everything they did? Come see why things are different at Conexus. Stop by any branch to learn more about how Conexus cares.